0: I'll be too nervous to. I'm probably be lost the words. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lost of Words Ralph kings podcast. I am joined, as ever, by
1: Matt vincenzi Matt, hello. Hey Tom, we got a, a hell of a week on deck here. I think I can't remember ever being this excited for a Masters.
0: It's just so intriguing, right? Like, we've got all the kind of players, the top three players in the betting and the DraftKings, everything playing really good golf. Uh, we, we've got everybody back in for the first time in 2023, including the Live guys, everything like that. Um, I think that adds, like, no matter what your thoughts are on Live itself, it has to be intriguing to see how these players stack up, right? Like You can't deny that we want to see. Even if you just want to see it because you want to see them fail, you still want to see them. So having Cameron Smith, DJ, Kepka, Bryson, Reed in, um, and we'll obviously touch upon the ones that we think can succeed, like that's got to be a benefit to the, the world of golf.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it. we talked about this as the players. Like it seemed a little different because they weren't there. So it's just basically another elevated event. So this one is like completely different now. you got all those storylines. Plus you got to inform Rory going for the – grand slam you got Spieth and and uh, you know probably some of the best form he's been in coming here um Ty I, I've never I never thought we'd go to Augusta and Tiger would be like a side story yeah that
0: that that is the wild thing like I've so I think the last couple of times that like Tiger's played I've not really spoken about him and I've been fine with it whereas this time I felt like I had to kind of mention him and bring up the the kind of things and, and the discussions you would have but I don't think he really I don't want to say he doesn't add anything because of course, if he does do something over the week, then of course it's going to steal all the stories, but like the golf is fine
1: without him right now, which is a probably something we couldn't say five or six years ago. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the fact that that's a side story this week just shows, you know, everything you need to know. And then also like, there's so many things I can think of that are just amazing. Like Jason day in this form, who's always felt like he was going to win the masters. Now he's playing like as good as you possibly could be playing over the last couple of years. Um, didn't that second tier of stars playing so well uh the brooks just coming off the win that's a, a you know a huge thing too um i i just i can't and maybe it's a uh recency bias but i really think this is like might be the best masters in the best decade so the only the only downside i guess is the weather if that impacts it and we get
0: some delays and it finishes on a monday or it you know yeah. a certain wave just misses out i think the only thing i was kind of looking at kind of the first round of stuff earlier like there isn't that many people actually tee off in the afternoon. Like it's only, it's only like four or five groups, and the rest is it's all pretty uh you know close together. There's not that many players. They all go off one. So um, I don't know how much of a have a split you're going to get. Um, I think there will be people that will benefit. Maybe that you know the late starters and the early morning starters on Friday may get out of the worst of the weather. But I, I don't know. If there's too much withdrawal bias just yet.
1: I hope there isn't. I just want um, well a lot of the guys I like and I've bet are are in the a.m. p.m. and i know friday p.m. looks a little dicey um but you know a lot can change so um yeah I i'm just
0: i'm just so done with like the, the weather split right like it just it happened at, at uh in, in texas like we you know you you pick a certain weather time and and there's fault delays for however long it it just doesn't matter like there's, there's almost we, we had this discussion last week there's almost you try too hard to to find an edge and yes i think the weather you know, thing has been a factor in the past, and it does pay off, and it probably has paid off. In, I think maybe the players and things like in the past, but it does also just seem to be that they kind of grab people off the course as soon as uh, as soon as possible these days. And I'd be interested to see how the Masters deals with such weather this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I um, I'm with you. I'm not going to look too deeply into it, but let's just hope it doesn't really have a huge impact. I said the best player win.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anything we need to note from last week?
1: No, I think, um, I, you know, I was high in Cooch. I thought that was a really good play. Um, we didn't love Connors, which, you know, was a mistake. Um, you know, and kind of we kind of overlooked him, but he was popular and, you know, uh, is what it is. He played there, he beat some guys. You know, there was not not really many good players in the mix, so...
0: Yeah, Kirk losing out in the end after going... Like, I think he was within two at one point. He got a par five and then all of a sudden just kind of capitulated. That sucked a little bit. But do we think there was anyone that kind of performed well last week or otherwise that was important for this week?
1: No, I mean, you get Connors, who's it's going to make his ownership go through the roof because his course history combined with his recent win. Um, And then who else is even playing? Hideki was there. Yeah, he, he looked okay. Um, I think that, you know, it, it shows that he's at least relatively healthy. That, but also That was yeah. the thing for me. Yeah.
0: Like, that was kind of what I was looking but for. But we've seen
1: in the past that, like, he can seem healthy and he's healthy one second, but with a neck, it's such, such a um, you know finicky thing that one you know wrong turn, he sleeps weird one night and all of a sudden he's back.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ultimate confidence in him, and I think we'll, we'll come on to him when we talk about him in, in this format, but like, I do think it was at least nice to see him justify why he played. Like I had no idea why he was playing last week. I thought he was just going to withdraw before the off, um, and then he eventually finishes 15th and actually hits the ball incredibly well, so he's green, so... Um, I thought it was encouraging for people that would be looking to Hideki this, uh, this week. So maybe one to keep an eye on. But I guess let's, let's go right from the top. You, you know, you've got Scott Shifter there at 11 1, Rahm at 10 8, Rory at 10 6. I think John Rahm wins the Masters. So that's where I'm going to go.
1: I do too. I do too. We're going to be in agreement here. Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but uh, we're in agreement. And I think, you know, DFS wise, it's a great start. Um, you know what's good about doing the show today is these numbers are very mature. I do think these we're going to be really close on um, on ownership numbers. Like, we got 12,000 lineups generated. We're, we're deep into the game. So, I feel comfortable saying that of the three, Rahm is going to be significantly less owned than Rory and, and Scheffler. Both of them are going to be pretty similar, I think, 25%, 26 27% for Rory and Scheffler. And for good reason, but um, you know, I think people are going to look at the recent form. Um, whether it's, it's accurate or not, or fair or not for Rahm, and, and go to those other two guys. And those other two guys do look tough to beat. So, I have a counter.
0: I think that Scheffler is the most obvious to take from the top, because he's playing incredibly well. Looks like he's almost going to defend every title that he won last year. Um, you know, at least going close at Bay Hill and the, and the match play. And looks pretty impervious. But I think Rory McIlroy's form's been overblown.
1: Well, I really I, do. I agree with that.
0: Yeah. I, I when when you look at so one of the things that people are saying is like the live goal form is is basically pointless, right? And I and I get it. Like I can I can see why people go down that route. Where is Rory McIlroy won this year? I don't know Dubai,
1: right? Yeah. So Rory, yeah,
0: yeah. Rory McIlroy wins the Dubai Desert Classic. Who does he beat? Read, read by one shot, just about. Like Reed basically hunts him down all day. Um, you then look into it and like Richard Bland was inside the top ten and someone else I can't remember exactly who it was. Uh, Ian Poulter was sixth, Peters was sixth. So you're telling me that there was four live golfers inside the top eight behind Rory McIlroy, and live golf form doesn't matter. Then does Roy Macroy's win not matter? <laughs> oh. you, you, you literally can't have it both ways like if, if how Patrick Reed is playing at the moment or how Summers Peter, et etc doesn't matter then why does Rory Macroy's win over that kind of level of field? because Rory McElroy beats Patrick Reed Lucas Herbert Callum Shinquin Julian Brun now most of the people listening to the show don't know who Callum Shink, and Julian Brun are like they're 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 very run of the mill DP World Tour players and that's absolutely fine I know them because I I watch and read about it every single week and talk about it every week. Marcus Kinhal, Angel Hidalgo. What you know? That's who Rory was beating. So yes, it's good to see him win. And I know he obviously won the CJ Cup earlier in the season on the PJ Tour. But again, that was long enough ago. I know he was second at Bay Hill, but it never felt like he was actually going to win. Missed the cut of the players. 32nd in Phoenix. 29th at Riviera. And you talk about where he, play, you know, who did he beat in the match play? <laughs> like, like really, like you're looking at his group. He had Scott Stallings, Denny McCarthy. and um, Keegan. Keegan. Keegan, okay, is is a talented golfer, but we know he has his struggles uh, in that format. He then goes into the round of 16 where I think he had, again, he beat Lucas Herbert. who wasn't entirely convincing. Then he beat Xander Chuffele on the final hole. Xander never, um, Never trailed him. And then he loses to Cameron Young.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I get that he's played well. And you can't you can't take away... Like, you can't say... Jason Day had a great match play, so we should look in for the Masters and then say Rory didn't. But he didn't... It's not like he went toe-to-toe with Rahm, Scheffler and all these people and beat them. I know he obviously beat Scheffler in the third-place playoff, but who cares? Yeah, neither of them he, did. He didn't care. So, <laughs> no. like... I think, no, I, bit, I think it's been overblown. I, I honestly think his form is nowhere near as good as people think it. Like people are literally saying this is the best he's ever played coming into the masters. And I could <laughs> not, I could not agree less.
1: That's not true. Uh, that's definitely not true. But I guess what people are thinking and you get a lot of people who are, you know, casual viewers and casual DFS players that are just, they saw the match play. They saw, he, he did look good at the match play that you see that big drive when he gra- drives that far forward, all those things you see that with Rory. And then like, his form here obviously is incredible. Um, has he ever contended really to win? No. I don't, I don't remember ever him in the mix in the back nine. I guess you want it, to say the. Re-
0: even the one where he had his best chance in 2011, he was gone by the 10th hole.
1: And then the other one when Reed won, he was still like four back, kind of.
0: Straight. I was watching it earlier. First hole, three back,
1: uh, going into the final round, playing with Reed, straight into the trees off one. Yep. Game over. I, I hope you're right, and I think you're probably right. Um, but
0: he he has the most amount of pressure. So Scheffler has to deal with the defending champion. Rory has to deal with Grand Slam, all the all the shit he's talking about. Live uh, having to win his first Masters, trying to put all the kind of things together that he's he's working out in his game. Now look, uh, historic for historic reasons, I hope that Rory McIlroy wins the Masters at some point. I don't want it to be this week because. I want John Rahman to win, but if anything, I just want him to win so I don't have to hear about it anymore. I don't want to hear that he's, he's going for the Grand Slam. And it gets boring. Um, he probably deserves one, I guess. But again, to your point, I don't think he's ever had as good a chance to win the Masters as people like to think.
1: No. Um, do you think he wants to win? I, I think he's been putting too much pressure on himself, like going there early, the, the tinkering with the driver, like all these things he's doing. He's like, it's everything is geared towards winning the Masters. And like, that's not how you win the Masters.
0: No, I think you need to. And I thought like, I was thinking the other day, I was like, is this the year because they've just been playing several elevated events and you've never had more competition heading into the Masters? etc. Then you've got to think about the fact that there's no Brooks Kepka, there's no Dustin Johnson, there's no Patrick Reed, there's no Bryson DeChambeau, it, who over recent years have all been big factors in those kind of bigger events that we talk about. And then you consider the fact that actually he's not played that well, as I've kind of pointed out to in the Riviera and Phoenix, which are two of the bigger events. I'm just looking. So 2011, he was in the lead for the first three rounds and then finished 10th. Um, sorry, he finished 15th and finished 10 shots back. He finished 9th in 2016, and he was one stroke back going into the weekend, and then was five back after Saturday, pretty much out of it. Um, he was fifth in 2018, where he was never outside the top five all week, but he was five strokes back going into the weekend, three strokes going uh, into the final round there is best there is best efforts
1: mm-hmm.
0: like I, I get that he shot 64 last year and i get that in 2020 he went to 66 67 69 but he opened with a 75 and just ruined his chances Now, like if you look at his opening rounds at augusta he had a 65 in 2011 which is when he had the chance to win and he's only ever broken 71 more time.
1: One time yeah i i think you're right i i I hope you're right, and I think you're right. Um, but you know, but DFS wise, could he backdoor a top three?
0: But, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, is is he is he safe? I guess is he a safe for a top five, top three finish? Probably, mm-hmm. because he can just go and shoot 66, 65 over the weekend and get himself up in there. I much prefer Scotty Scheffler as a play. Um, but there's a $300 discount. Uh, sorry, $500 discount. But I just, I just want to go with Rahm. Like Rahm has the least amount of pressure of those two guys. I know he withdrew from the players. I know he missed out um, on advancing through the match play, but he had a sneaky, tough group in the match play. First of all, uh, he withdrew from the players, but he was actually playing well before he had to withdraw through for His Bay Hill uh, run was pretty poor in the end, but he led after round one. Like, there's been things that have kind of been good about every single performance that Ron's put in recently without being the five wins in eight and ten starts or whatever it was before that. So his worst finish here is 27th. He's had four top nine finishes every single time you re-watch a Masters over the last five years. Or so he's there at some point with a chance to kind of contend. Doesn't quite do it. 2020 was the 36th hole leader. He's got that out of the way. Spaniards just have a ridiculous record here. Badesteros, Oli Harbaugh etc. Jimenez was good here for a number of years. Garcia finally got his win. It just feels like he is going to win one. It's just a matter of when.
1: There's no doubt that he wins one. Absolutely, I agree. And I think this definitely could be the one. Who would have ever thought the Monday after he won at Riviera that he'd be coming in under the radar to the Masters?
0: And, and like I've said it like all week, basically, like I've said oh, he's coming under the radar. And I have to quickly like say, oh, it's not really under the radar but it is.
1: Like Relatively speaking,
0: to so the other two, and relative to what he was being like, when we were talking about him six weeks ago, we were saying he was going to win two majors, yeah, this season, and probably be in the top five in ever two. Like, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he has a couple of bad weeks, he's ill, and he's had a bad match play, and suddenly he's he's not going to win anymore. Like everyone's like really concerned about his preparation. I get it. Like all these trends say that he had to have had a top five in the last couple of stroke play starts, has to have a top thirty, etc. He's won six times since he last played here yes he's a six-time winner that that's most most people's careers uh it's better than most people's careers and he's done it within the last time he played at the masters and and we're we're expected to be worried about him for any reason
1: yeah Uh, uh, and i'll I'll add this i just i just only because someone just commented under my my post um my preview this week that um the last all four majors last year no one was like worse than 14th in my model and um all four major winners. He uh, he's first, Scheffler's second, Rory is third. So I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think that's right. I, I think you know Jason spoke about it on the uh, podcast, the best in podcast last night, Philosophy Words, and I haven't necessarily dug into myself yet, but he's basically said that of the players that play well in the wind and the wind and rain, Rahm is number one. So mm-hmm. if that's true as well, then it's only adding fuel to the fire.
1: Yeah, I, I love it.
0: Do you advocate playing all three of them in one way or another across lineups,
1: Uh, or do you do you think you have to take a stance? Depends on how you play. Like for me, again, I play like eight lineups um, and mostly single entries, and I throw them all in a small, big, huge one just to see, just in case. But I can't play all three of them. If you're playing whatever 100 lineups, million, then yeah, you should play all three of them. But that's what I'm kinda of deciding here. I'm definitely playing Rahman probably half half of the eight. The question is what I do in the other half. Do I, you know, use a Scotty in two and Rory in two, or do I go like balance starting with, you know, a guy in the nine case?
0: I think I don't think you can you can come into this week not playing Scotty Scheffler in some way of I think I, I'm gonna take the stance against Rory and just hope I'm right. Um that I don't think he wins and if he doesn't win then I don't need to play him at ten six because I can't Necessarily back, I, I I would feel stupid if Scottish Chevrolet won because everything points to him winning again, even though defend apart from the defending champion angle. I just think he he just cares so little that the champions dinner thing is not going to bother him too much. We've seen some people play pretty well after you know Hideki was second going into the weekend last week uh, last year. Um, so why can Scottish Chevrolet not do that? That would just suck. It would. I I completely agree, but. In, in the logical way that we're thinking, I think you have to consider him in some way or form.
1: Well, I forbid it to happen, so...
0: Well, <laughs> there you go, then. But we can't play him, then, can
1: we? But Yeah, yeah uh, I, I, do, I do agree. If I had to play two... It'd, yeah, Rom, Scheffler, Rory. I'm not playing Rory, so... Yeah, get rid. Um,
0: Cameron Smith, 9-8. Anything to say other than I think he's slightly injured?
1: I think he's slightly injured. He's definitely overpriced or i guess being in the I mean i I think he's overpriced um being the fourth price guy good way to get leverage in here you can't really deny his his master's history he's been great here um only player to shoot four rounds in the 60s at this course um I don't know he just seems like he's off I wanted to you know I said last week and this kind of goes to your point of saying like you, how, how can you credit credit guys for certain things but then knock only knock them and not give them credit for things like with live so Last week, I was looking for form in that Live Orlando event. Say what you want. You don't care about Live Orlando, whatever. Um, that's fine. But if you can't compete there, then that means you can't probably complete, compete at the Masters. And if you do compete there, then you got to give him some credit too, which I'm going to give some cra- some other guys down the board credit. So I wanted to see more from him last week. Um, he's trying to get ready for the Masters, right? He actually
0: had some a couple of nice runs, though. Like this is why I think it is just genuinely um injury dependent rather than actually kind of form or talent wise like in the final round he had five birdies on his front nine and then went bogey bogey double bogey to kind of undo the good work on saturday he had two birdies and an eagle on the back nine and then on uh, friday he had two birdies and an eagle on the back nine like i think i think he was scoring well enough to be in the mix he just for some reason was untidy and i think that's probably a little bit of rust a little bit of injury thing like there's no denying that he can't be as sharp as he normally was but he was never a really he was never really one to play that much anyway so i don't think apart from when he went on that ridiculous run but like i wouldn't be too too if you liked cameron smith before last week i wouldn't really be bothered about the fact that he didn't do that great in orlando but i just think he's injured
1: yeah, I think he's injured, and I didn't like him that much before last week. Um, if he is, was playing, is
0: there a point that? Sorry, is there a point that like he's so expensive it's worth doing?
1: Yeah, I I do think it's if you want to be ballsy, it's not a bad play. I I do think he could just find his way to make it work. Like the winning score is going to be what nine or ten under. Like he can figure it out and kind of get get himself in the mix just by being scrappy and you know he loves the golf course, really creative around the greens. Um, did he talk about the injury at all today?
0: I didn't see. All I saw was them asking why he joined Liv, which is a pretty stupid question. Um, but yeah, like, I didn't see. I'm sure he maybe said something. But I, again, I wouldn't trust what he says. I'm pretty sure he just said, I'm fine and I'm looking forward to it. And I don't think I can play him. No, I'm not going to. Jordan Spieth is going to be played by a bunch of people. He's 9-7. He's a massive discount on the top guys. People, I imagine, will, if they're going to try and fade the top lot, start their lineups with Spieth. Uh, are you going to do any of that?
1: No. I'm I'm not going to play Speeth. Um I'm just I don't know. I I just think he's over in betting. I know it's is betting, but like I think he's a 30 to 1 golfer. Like and he's 16 I, to, uh, you know.
0: I I think he starts well and fades. Yeah. I I think I genuinely think he could lead on Thursday, which he's done three times already in his career at the Masters and then just disappear into nothingness. Like we he's having enough trouble finishing off regular tour events that especially from betting perspective, there's no reason i th- i think from a drakings lineup you can put him in there if you if you want to go a bit more balanced but like i have no desire to really i, I when i came into the start of the week and um, start of the week to me was kind of like friday saturday i thought i was gonna play him and i actually thought i was gonna bet him and then i just i just took a step back and just went like why am i doing this like what's the purpose and it is you get suckered into this kind of first, second, and third here. Um, I don't, you can't deny how good he was. Like He's got two seconds of first and of two thirds, but he's also missed the cut, finished 46th, and finished 21st. And I think somewhere between those kind of finishes is where he lands. Like, I could definitely see an 18th place finish for Jordan Speed.
1: Yeah, I don't know if maybe I'm just crazy or what. I can't see him winning. I don't no, know I, why. I,
0: I can't because I just think, I just think that – There's so much expectation on him, despite the fact, like if if I'm saying Rory's form is overblown and the the expectations are too high for him based on little. Like, Spieth's form's better than that. Like he's sixth for the Phoenix, fourth at Bay Hill, uh, third at Valspar, 19th for the Players, but final rounds 70, 72, 70, 70, 70. I don't know if he's actually you have to go back to the Tournament of Champions, the last time he broke seventy in a final round, and he shot sixty nine.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I'll bet him at the match play. I've bet him at the Valero or or an event like that, Houston, you know, any anything in Texas. Like I, I think he's he's pretty good in that sense. But I mean, I'm just not at the point where I think he's. I'm betting or playing him in major championships. I don't think he's that good right now. He's better. He's been playing good. I get it, but like, I just don't think he's that guy. I don't think he's ever gonna be that guy again. Yeah, I, I can definitely see a case that. I do think he's limited. Think he's, yeah, he's, that's he's, what I mean.
0: He's not the longest. He does have a, a period where he gets his approaches, but his putting's not anywhere near where it used to be. And his chipping is always going to be decent. And he's always going to be he's always going to be that person that can get around Augusta and shoot the lowest round of the day, can get through bad weather. And I think that's a, one thing as well. That I think if the weather gets pretty bad, I think people think he's going to come to the fore, and I do get that. But... It's also going to then play longer, which probably negates his ability as well.
1: He's fairly popular, but not as popular as I expected. So I'm seeing Scheffler and, and Rory at 25, 26%, 27%. I'm seeing Rahm at 19, 18, 18 to 20%. And um, Speeth, I'm seeing at 17 to 19
0: It blows my mind that you can get Rahm at the same ownership. Yeah. Like, yeah. just start with RAM. I, I get that there's a there's a price discrepancy. It's eleven hundred dollars, and it's not it's not a small thing. But um, I'd rather make it work elsewhere in the lineups.
1: And I love the next guy, so.
0: Can they? So, I'll start by saying that I thought it was going to be a really big year for Can they? A massive year, and that's why I bet him at um, Bay Hill. I think we talked about him at Bay Hill, and we said that. I thought he was going to play well there but because everyone was saying about how he never plays Florida well, but we had no reason to think he wouldn't play well at Bay who hadn't played it. Did great there uh, in the final round. Finished 19th at the players. Was okay in the match play?
1: Yeah, he was good. He got out of his group. That's all I wanted to see.
0: I, the only thing I would say in a negative is that we haven't seen him really do it in a major yet, but this has been the best chance he's had.
1: Yeah, I mean, last two was he 14th and 8th in his last two.
0: Yeah. And and didn't he have didn't he hit the front at one point?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure uh, in in the target year in 2019 he hit the front. He did before 13, I think. Um, yeah. Like, well, he played 13 and no one else he he played 13 and no one else had yet.
0: Yeah. So like he he's had the kind of chances to contend here without actually really doing it.
1: This is like, best fit for a major in my opinion, too.
0: Do you think so? I think the thing is the thing with Cantlay is I think it's it's great. For, I suppose it's the same for really everyone if you if you take it this way. But like coming back to the same course over and over again, does that play into Cantley's hands more than others? I think I think he's very good when he can just visualise what he needs to do because he's very methodical. And I think he's, you know, very technical um, very straight to the point. Like if he, if he just knows exactly what he needs to do. He's creative. He's more creative than people think, and I think he can play well here. I always think he's going to be good at like a, a U.S. Open because I think he can kind of pound and like pound fairways and greens. But I think the U.S. Open is getting away from that a little bit, so it's not it's not quite as what it was. I, I don't know. I'm sitting on the fence here a little bit. I definitely prefer him to everybody else except for Xander Schauffele in the ninth.
1: I like him better than Zander. I, I think I really think he can win. I think he's the fourth best player in the world. I think he's the best player without a major. I think he's a better player than Xander. Um, I like him on bent grass. I like his short game, his ability to get up and down. Um, I like just the fact that he's tasted contention a little bit at the Masters, like we talked about. Um, off the tee, the last three, four point six, five point six, five point eight. Yeah, oh, he's just been killing it off the tee this year. Like I've never seen him so good and consistent off the tee. Um, and I think you know, his price, betting price is, is, is getting kind of low and it doesn't seem like that many people are betting him. It just seems like for whatever reason, he's just ascending kind of to the top, that fourth best player in the world um, spot. And I think, I think he's a great chance to win and it, yeah, it would probably be a boring masters, but
0: yeah, but I think, I think that is probably more why people are against him rather than his actual ability, right? Like I think people just don't want Patrick Cantley's to win the major in the Masters. It's not a great story. It's a little yeah. bit. It's a little bit like a uh, even like Hideki comes with more excitement because he's like the first Asian winner of the Masters and things like that. Like there, there's more sort the of story than there is a Patrick Cantlay. Like, but he's still someone looking for his first major. He's still to this point maybe a slight underachiever. It'd be a big breakthrough win. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. I, th- I think he's very very good. And I think in all conditions, he can prosper. I don't know if it gets really tough. Does that does that worry you?
1: Yeah, I think it does. Um, but I do think. I don't think it'll be that tough. Um,
0: I, I, I think he's the type of person that can go out and shoot 65, 66 on Thursday and hold on in the tough.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. And then also, I think. If it gets soft and gets easy, is that I mean, are you seeing that as a possibility?
0: yeah no just because it's meant to be like really wet right like it's meant to be like yeah. really rainy so i guess
1: that cold
0: yeah like he doesn't have the back issues as much now though does he right
1: no i mean yeah. Yeah, i agree with that i think that probably goes against him if it plays really tough for sure
0: but you know i i think that's probably i was saying this yesterday on the thing on the best in show i think that's probably true for everybody yeah I, I don't know that, and that's maybe where speef or someone like that comes in maybe it's where a patrick reed comes in where when it gets really tough and everyone else hates it they come to the fore but um i would definitely 10 times out of 10 this week take can over thomas oh me too i don't get the thomas thing at all
1: i think i still think there's something going on with them
0: i just don't think he's very good
1: <laughs> I just, yeah.
0: I just like i and I know that's a really bold thing to say about someone that's just finished tenth, that's finished fourth at the Phoenix, that's finished you know fifth at the Hero World, but like that's it. Like twentieth at Riviera, twenty-first at Bay Hill, 60th at the Players, twenty-fifth at Torrey Pines. What I don't understand, like people are treating Thomas like he's a ma- like he's gonna win the Masters at some point in his career. That's fine if if you hold that opinion. It doesn't mean you have to back him every year to do it. Um, yeah. And I think that's where people kind of trip themselves up. Like they th- they've convinced themselves he's going to win it at some point. Um, and this isn't any one person. There's a couple of people that, that are interested. Well, plenty of people that are interested in Thomas, but his putting is worse than ever. Is that right? I don't know statistically. That's right, but it looks horrible from a from a short putt point of view. It looks almost yippish and he's not hitting the pool well as as well as he has done when he's coming here in the past.
1: Yeah, he is putting almost worse than ever. And his first career, he gained 0.1 strokes putting. His last 20 events, he gained 0.2 strokes putting. His last 10, he loses one. Um, In his last five, he loses five events, he loses 0.3. So he's putting worse, much worse now than his career baseline. That's correct. Um, Approach-wise, he's last 10. He's about half as good as he has been throughout his career. Off the tee, he's better.
0: But Yeah, but... Like if you can't hit, like it is. And this, this is one of the things with strokes approach, strokes approach. Is he worse off, worse off on the approach numbers because he's putting himself in such better positions off the tee that he should be doing better? Like is he is he still hitting his irons as well as he did before, but should be hitting them better because he's from a better range? Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. I think that could be the case. Um, uh,
0: but even to the eye test, like I haven't watched Justin Somers and gone like, oh, he's playing well. Like I think he should win the Masters this year.
1: No, and every time he does, he like just makes a mistake right afterwards. Yeah, I like
0: if you're if you're finishing tenth at the Valspar when you're the favorite, it doesn't inspire confidence in me.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm completely out on JT as well, and I'm and I'm out on uh, everybody's boy Homer.
0: Yeah, I think he's gonna be his best ever Masters finish, but that's not saying a lot.
1: <laughs> so strokes gain total at the Masters. I know it's not very that fair because he hasn't been that good here, but or but but just the truth, there's numbers. Strokes game total, he ranks 61 out of 73 players in stroke control Total to Masters, and ten of those players are like over 60 years old. Yeah,
0: it's it's just weird. Like everything points to him actually like being good at this golf course. Like he's great at Riviera, he has a good touch around the greens, he can get hot in every single department you need him to. But for some reason, he hasn't figured it out and some people don't. And yes, I think that he probably puts career best finishes in maybe every single major this year. But again, it's not it's not saying a lot because he's been pretty shit in every single major in his career. Like, I think I think his best finish is like 13th and that was at the PGA, maybe. Yeah. So let's say he finishes top 10 in the PGA. He's beaten that. Um, he's only got to beat 48th in the Masters, 47th in the US Open, 40th in the Open. So everyone's saying, yes, he's going to improve in the Masters. If he goes 20th, 25th, 30th, and 32nd, he's improving every single one. Right. So I agree. he is probably going to go better than all those, but it doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah, he's not winning the Masters. I'm going to I'm gonna guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee it. Let's clip this up. Um,
0: yep. I have not had a single thought And it it struck me earlier when someone tweeted me saying, I think he's been overlooked. I haven't had a single thought about Colin Morikawa at all. Like negative, positive, anything. I've just not even, he's not even entered my mind for the
1: Masters. Is that a mistake? No, I'm not really high on him. He just hasn't been steady. Like, he's just, when I think of Morikawa and I think him winning an event like this, I think steady, playing well every week, you know, He's reliable, you know what he's going to bring to the table. Not just putting, I mean, even approach-wise and even the rest of his game. He's just so up and down that I just, I never know what I'm getting from. And, you know, I guess a good representation of that is third Farmers, miscut Phoenix, six at Genesis, miscut API, 13th players. Like every other start, he's missing the cut. Did he, did he lead the approach numbers
0: of the players? though?
1: Yeah. So on that basis,
0: is, is that, and if you're a Morikawa fan, we always say, to be back in morocco of any confidence, he has to be playing his best irons. Is that the reason to be on board?
1: Yeah, but you want to see it consistently. One time, after gaining 1. 1.7, 1. 1.6, 0.1 three straight, and then boom, one great one. Like I don't know if I can buy it. I want to see it consistent and steady. Before he won the Open, he gained seven or eight straight. Before he won um the U.S. Open, he gained seven or eight straight. uh So I don't, I don't, I just don't trust it. And then at match play, he didn't, he wasn't good. And then another one. He finished fifth last year because he shot 67 on the final day. Like it, it's as
0: simple as that. Like yeah, okay, oh, he was he was inside the top 10 like actually after the first round. So maybe give him a little bit more credit than than I thought. But like 44th, 18th, fifth, and people yeah. are like oh, he's trending in the right direction. I get it, but he still only really had that one outstanding round, and it was when the pressure was off.
1: Yeah, and then you you get the haul out from the bunker from him and Rory in the last hole there
0: yeah like and and like finishing 10th uh or sorry going into the final round in 10th place or ninth place or whatever is so variable like sometimes you go in into the final round in ninth place and you're only three shots back sometimes you go into ninth place and you're you're dead before it even starts so you yep. can just go and do what you want and that was basically the case last year like Scheffler what did he make a double bogey on the last and still won by what did he win by three, four? Four, i think yeah like it was it, they were never gonna win So the only person, only other person I think that had a chance was Cameron Smith. So, yeah, I I think, again, another one that's a little bit, you know, artificial his form here. Uh, Happy to overlook. Yeah. Xander a little bit more rock solid, I think, the form.
1: Yeah, I I do like Xander. I think he's um, fairly safe. Um, I know he, he missed the cut last year, didn't he?
0: Yeah, which was a surprise. But then so
1: did Spieth.
0: Uh, for the first time ever. Uh, so did Justin Rose. So did Kupka. It was a bit of a weird year last year for, for missed cuts. Louis withdrew and Mr. Carter. A couple of good performances here. Strange Masters last year for missed cuts.
1: Yeah, so I, I do like him. I think he can contend. I think it's like 28s for betting. I can't bet him because I'm obviously full, but um, I think that's a decent bet. I could see it happening. Yeah, I can see it. And I, th- I think he's, he's that rare
0: breed that doesn't matter whether it's tough or easy he can he can um kind of adapt to both and again he he has had a chance that he put it into the water on 16 didn't he the year that Hideki won uh he was right there when when Tiger won yep that's right. um so he he has been right in the heat of the battle without actually it's, it's never been his to win and he's thrown it away he's just had chances and that's enough to kind of be a positive
1: yeah yeah I, I like him I think he's he seems pretty
0: cheap too yeah, like 9K compared. Like, I don't understand why Morikawa is more expensive than him.
1: I don't either. I I, I like I like um, Xander. I think he's a uh, probably a good play. He's relatively popular, 17%, but he's right in the same range as um, Finau, Morikawa, JT, all in that 14
0: to 17%. 8Ks is really interesting. What do you do about Tony Finau?
1: I'm not incredibly interested in him. I know his, his course history is pretty good. Um, I know a lot of people like him. He's a you know he's a big favorite. He's looking at 19, 20% own. That's too much for me. He's been playing good, but not good enough to win the Masters, um, in my opinion.
0: It, it, he should be on talent though a 9K goal for now. Yeah, that's so probably think,
1: why he's popular. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like he deserves to be popular. And I think the way I put it last night was I bet on him to win this at 40 to one at the end when he won the 3M Open, and I don't think his chances have got any better since.
1: No, they and, haven't, and,
0: and yeah, he's much shorter in the betting market because of, I'm guessing the live golf is missing out, etc. So, I I like him, I like his chances. I I am going to play him, but I think there's better plays in the
1: AK. Would you be surprised if Tony Fina won the Masters? No,
0: not literally not in the slightest. Like I I will never be surprised if Tony Fina wins anything, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always been that like. Yes, okay, it was maybe harder to say that uh, when he hadn't won the three events he won last year. But I always said that it didn't matter what the level of event it was. like He would just win anything. He just needed to win. Um, I don't think he loses majors because he's not confident. I just think he makes stupid mistakes, and that's just what he's been his whole career. And now he's coming into the Masters for the first time as a, what, four-time winner now? Five-time
1: winner? Five. Yeah. What's the biggest thing he's ever won? The the Northern playoff against, against Cam. That was the Northern Trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: So that that's the issue, right? Like he hasn't gone gotten one like a players or anything like that. But Danny Willett hadn't won something like that. Uh, Patrick Reed had obviously won WGCs, but I guess Hideki had won the players and things like. That. Like when you look at it, people had won bigger things than Finau has. But I think there's just I think it's just so much more wide open now that. the the days of winning big events and that translating into your first major is probably gone I think you just sometimes that that win at a major is your biggest like you look at something like Zalatoris could have easily made a major his first win
1: yeah yeah I I I wouldn't be shocked I'd be a little surprised if he won this one not because I don't think he can win one just like I don't think he's he's not playing as well as I thought he would do coming into this right yeah
0: He, he, he hasn't done like when I bet him, I thought he was going to be – he was probably going to have three top tens coming into this and look really good. And he's been 14th, 20th, 24th, and 19th. Like it's its solid but unspectacular. Ninth at the Tory Pines, it wasn't that great. Like all his best work was done at the tail end of last year. But maybe he's just, you know, teeing himself up for this. I don't know.
1: Look at guys uh. who have won the Masters. How many times – their form is usually glaringly obvious. Yeah.
0: There's always yeah. something like even like Danny Willett had won that year. Mm-hmm. Danny Willett had won that thing that Rory had won, by the way.
1: That was the... like right. I didn't. I did know that. And Sergio won it in 2017. Yeah, that was
0: the thing for a year. Like everyone kept saying. I think Howson won it the following year. Everyone thought he was going to win the Masters. Like it's that's gone now. But isn't it something ridiculous as well? Like I don't know how many people it is, but most of the recent winners of the Masters are winning their first major. Yeah. Yep. Scott Reed, Matsuyama um scheffler schwarzel
1: sergio, Spieth, you say? Yeah.
0: Spieth, sergio
1: yeah i think so yeah
0: basically everyone right mm-hmm. so that's another thing like i don't think you need to Like, sometimes people go like oh you should be a hardened major winner who's won this and that i don't think it's possible anymore like there's every they're like oh there's you know first time major winners don't win this and it's like yeah but They're all going to be first-time major winners soon. We're running out of the people that have got three, four majors under their belt. Yeah.
1: Yep. Let's move this on a little bit. Who do you like in the eight Ks the most? Uh, It's tough. I mean, I like Jason Day. I think he's going to play really well. Um, I I think that would be the like money aside. And I did bet a sixty-five a month ago. We talked about it on here. Yeah. Um, It wasn't a, a full huge bet for me, but it was. A nice piece of so that 65 I wouldn't I wouldn't go anywhere near it at 22 um but that's take all betting aside if I could pick one person to win the Masters I think it would be hit day interesting I just think I, it's the best story
0: yeah I do I think it's, it's a nice story for sure I never used to buy into the fact that he was guaranteed to win a Masters one day and then I looked back at his form yesterday and it's pretty incredible like it's good yeah second third tenth he had a chance to win when he was fifth here he was the 36th hole leader like he's actually been banging content like he was the 36th hole leader when he was third on his third start um he was second all the way through basically on his debut when he was 10th he was fifth going into the final round like he's basically been in contention most of the time that he's been playing well so now he's playing well again i guess I think the the two miscuts recently will put people off, but he was just a lost goal at that point.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna play day. Uh, he's looking at 15, percent which is not as bad as I thought. it was. I think the elevated price is kind of keeping people yeah. away. But he, but it's
0: elevated price, right? And I get that. But it's when you compare it to DJ, where there's a lot of question marks because of live, a 600 cam young, a lot of question marks. Oscar 77 77 last year, Victor 8500 with the chipping issues. It's not that big of a price, really, in the end. It's just that it looks it because it's been a while since we saw
1: Jason Day 8700 in a major. Yeah, that, and I think people are going to say, all right, I can just get, get 200 more and, and play Fina, or 300 more and play Xander, or 400 more and play Morikawa.
0: What was the ownership on Fina?
1: Uh, 19.2, it was looking like. So he's the highest of most of the guys in this range. So, That's so another I, reason. So I
0: can get an ownership discount on with buy the taking day and the discount in price as well.
1: Absolutely, that's what yeah, I'm doing. I'll take Day then. Um,
0: Anything on DJ?
1: Uh, He's a no for me, which is surprising because I'm one of the biggest DJ guys out there. Um, I just think he's not in form.
0: don't think he cares enough. But yeah. finish with a 66 on Sunday, maybe contrary to... Well, I can definitely see DJ is just finishing 12th. Yeah. So it depends if you think that's enough for you to play as... If you can get him in as like your third man or something, then then fine. But and then just go really cheap elsewhere. But I'm
1: not going to be putting my hopes on Dustin Johnson. At this price, I'm still looking for guys who can who I think can win. And I don't think I can't I cannot see him winning this week. Can Cam Young win? No. No. Can he finish second? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I That's don't know. I'm the, not as high on him as everyone else is.
0: I just I do think the Paul Tazori thing is going to make a massive. part like when you look at how Webb Simpson's played at Augusta over the years, by, based on his skill it has been a lot better than you'd expect. And I think just him, like Tazori taking that knowledge into someone that can hit the ball a lot further and in different ways could be really you know, useful. I think he's most improved from last year, but can't justify the kind of price and
1: the odds that he is. Has anyone ever won the masters after missing cut the year before? I, I think someone
0: has done it, but it's like 13 or last 14 or something. I've, I've made the cut the year before. Like a, I don't think it. Again, I, I don't like that trend because I just think that someone could have made the cut by one and then just finished 56th or something and did nothing and then won it the following year. Like, I don't know that's true. But
1: I, I think he's going to win the PGA. I just don't. I just think this is a course that you need to have. I don't, I'm not saying he has to come and show me a 13th first. Yeah, you know, just just had a. I think you need to
0: have had a an un, like everyone used to focus on. You had to hit like a. I think it's like you had to break 67 here, didn't you, before you won, yeah. or 68. I don't care. You need to break 70. As long as you've had a sub 70 round, or even the 70s, like when you look at it, like not many people have rounds of 70. So that's two under par. Like if you've done that a couple of times, then that's probably enough for me to, because if you can have four rounds of 70, you're in a good position. Um, yeah. So that's that's the kind of thing I think there. I love Hideki as a bet. I hate him as a DFS. I hate
1: him as both.
0: Do you? Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I think, I think he's in terms of value and betting, he's the one that could look really mispriced by the end of the week. He could, he could, but bad but, weather. I mean, like, does does the the concern about his health warrant him being double the price of Cam Young in terms of betting?
1: No, I would, I, I wouldn't go anywhere near Cam Young. So it's a tough one for me. Like Hideki, yeah, it's a good, it is a good bet. I don't, I, I want to change. I don't hate it. I just don't think he's going to win. It's, it's just it's just only a pricing for me. Like seven of the last eight uh,
0: Masters, he's finished inside the top twenty. He's won one of them. I was really really impressed with the fact that he was second going into the, the weekend and then still finished fourteenth on his title defense. That's really a hard thing to do. Um, there is obvious obvious health concerns which is why I'm betting him rather than playing him here. I won't let him take a lineup. I will let him burn a few bucks on a bet. Is he
1: going to win two out of three Masters? Probably not, but like... But yeah, the price is, good. The, it is the, good.
0: the each way, right? Like if he finishes in the top mm-hmm. 10, top 8, then great. Zalatorre's um, cooked for the moment? Uh,
1: that's a tough one because...
0: I, I, into, th- I think he's cooked.
1: Yeah, something's wrong.
0: People are actually Cook- saying he should putt left-handed.
1: <laughs> because he has less scar tissue. But, but everyone said going into this last year that he couldn't putt, and then he made every putt. Well, he's been great here, putting-wise, and he's been great at pretty much at
0: every major, I think, putting-wise. Like he just plays well on these kind of tougher, faster greens, I guess, because everyone else struggles. It comes back to him, right? Um, he has <laughs> changed—he changed his putting stroke this week. His grip. That's he's not cha- good. He's changed it, and do you know who he's modeling it on? Um. V- v-
1: VJ Singh. V- I was going to say he should do it on Bernhard Langer.
0: It's yeah, that's what he definitely needs to do. VJ Singh and Jay Huss. So if that's
1: I, so, does he have, do have a long putter? Doesn't BJ use a long putter now?
0: I think it's just I think it's just the way he holds it. I oh, think okay, it's, it's just the. I think he said something. I, I didn't really read into it so much because I just don't think he can win. But um, he says that he lost about seven pounds after a stomach bug the last time he withdrew. Ugh. Now I, I didn't even know he had seven pounds to lose, which is one of the things that would worry me. But I think he's injured. I genuinely like. I think like Cameron Smith, he's hurt.
1: I do too, but is he, but at 8200 and it's pretty low ownership, he could come in 13th and you'd be happy. Could you see him doing that?
0: Yeah, and I, I could. I could. I wouldn't be surprised if he finished top five
1: because I I'm, don't think he's a bad play. Yeah.
0: Like I, I, but I think if I'm not playing Hideki because I'm worried about the health, why would I do it on Montsaladors? Like I, I think they've got about equal chances of winning. Maybe Zalatoris is more consistent. In terms of placing, but uh, it would make so much sense if Adonis won at Augusta, it, and if but the thing is, if he was playing the way he would have been, he'd have been eighty nine hundred with Tony now and be twenty percent
1: Yeah, like the fact oh. that he's
0: the fact that he's not suggests that he's probably not ready to win it.
1: Yeah, I agree. It, it's tough for me. Um, and then because but you look at it, he's he's all the guys around him are much um not all of them but are more popular like sunjay's is gonna be really really popular what do you do with that for good
0: reason i i think he i don't think he'll win it but i think he'll finish in top five yeah so I, like he, he's been second and eighth he's been inside the top three in five of his 10 rounds here and inside the top eight in eight of them wow it's ridiculous it's utterly ridiculous like and I get that it's a small sample size and he missed the cut in one of the three times he's been here, but I don't see the miscut happening. So I think he goes his, his out range of outcomes, I think, is between about fifth and fifteenth. So mm-hmm. in the eighty one hundred range, he's great for that reason. He literally do a lot. I know the ownership sucks, but you can make it up elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um I do like him. He's in okay form. He was good at the players. I just eh. yeah. Yeah, winning. Three, winning three is...
0: top three top six finishes in in the calendar year. Like four for Torrey, sixth at Phoenix, sixth at the players. He was actually twenty first at Bay Hill, which was fine. The the one that kind of stood out to me is not great was the forty second at the Honda, where you think he probably should have won. Um and he was actually, I think, one back after round one. So disappointing there. But otherwise, like thirteenth tournament champions, eighteenth Amex, um, the Sony opening miscut was weird. Otherwise he's been really, really solid. So I think he's playing better than he's getting credit for. Um you know he's doing the things he does well well it's a really surprising to me that he's actually any good at Augusta because he's doesn't necessarily fit what i think would be good at Augusta. like but he does so yeah. i can see I, why he's so popular
1: i like him and i completely agree with what you're saying like f- fifth and fifteenth seems about right what the one thing i don't get is a lot of people saying like he's the best value to win on the board i i have a hard time seeing him win
0: i think i think to me i said he was the best value to place okay so like over in the UK, for people that uh, are listening from the US, like we get each way terms and we get a fifth of the odds ten places and he was forty to one. So I'm getting I'm getting eight to one that he finishes in the top ten.
1: No, I like that a lot. And I by the way, I wasn't I wasn't talking about you when I said that because No, I don't no, 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 no,
0: you're not. <laughs> okay,
1: because I don't listen to before because I like to like hear yeah. everything for the first time. I usually listen to your your first show after this one. Yeah. Because when I listen before I, I already know what you're gonna say and it makes it not fun for me.
0: Yeah, and like, yeah, I, I. But I don't take anything anyone says about the picks or anything yeah, personally, anyway. Like, no, know that. And I've I've said about like Justin Thomas, and that's never directed at anyone. It's just no. as as an industry wide thing. Like I don't see why he's so popular. Um, no. The people we haven't spoken about: Victor Hovland, Sam Burns. Any interest in either of them?
1: Um, no on Burns. Uh, I think Vic can surprise. I think he can play well. I get another guy. Like, I don't think he can win, but I do think he's going to be more popular. That's the thing, though. He's like in like 14 to six. People are starting. To, he's growing on people as the week goes on, it feels like. Yeah. In that case, I'm out of him. But like
0: he, I was looking at his course numbers and I thought it was a little bit like he's never really had a full he had a 76. But otherwise, he's been like the, on his debut here, he went 72, 71, 71, 71. So he broke par in three of his four rounds. Finished 32nd, yeah. really, like. he was obviously devoid of the of the 60. Then in his second start, 73, 70, 72, 73. So he's had an under par round, a lower par round again. Like He's just incredibly solid, 72, 71, 73. We had a 76 last year that kind of took him out. It, he's not had that full ejection that people think he will do from the chipping standpoint, but maybe that's why he's not getting into the 60s either.
1: Yeah, I, I can see him playing really well. His, and he's playing sneaky good right now. His ball striking numbers are good. Yeah. Um, people get pissed when he can't win, like, but it doesn't mean he's not playing great. Same way I feel about Tommy, who we're going to be coming on too soon. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I'll look forward to that
0: discussion. Uh, Fitz is no. No.
1: Good.
0: Okay. Let's go into the sevens rather than going one by one, like we have done, let's talk about the people. I think Shane Larry is a sneakier play to me than I thought he was before. I see you shaking your head. So my reaction to Tommy Fleetwood is your reaction to Shane. No,
1: no, I was shaking my head because he stole my thunder. Oh, okay. I was, I was going to come in here and say, I think he might be the best play on the board. Wow. Yeah. I'm not that bullish because he's cheap. He's low owned. Um, and I think he's playing better than people think he is. And he's a mutter.
0: He, heat, heat of the heat of the battle last year. He was in it.
1: Like I he was had, on him last year.
0: Had legitimate chances to win. And yeah, he is significantly improved. Like he was terrible here. Miss cut first night, miss cut, miss cut. And then went 25th, 21st third. Like he, that's a clear sign of someone that's just figured it out.
1: Rainy, cold, wet. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, I think he's a great play. Um,
0: better play than the other person at
1: seven nine as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hatton, he'll tell you he ate the course. So I mean, yeah, he was screaming his golf
0: ball. All day. We don't, we don't have to
1: overthink it. He told us he doesn't like it, and the course that he doesn't like, he doesn't play well at.
0: Yeah,
1: I love Lowry. Me too, I do too. He's gonna to be in a lot of my lineups because I think he's just a nice little leverage play. I think he's relatively safe. Um, I, last year he was real. He, I, I was so he was my only bet in the mix last year. Not because not many people were in the mix, but um i thought he really had a chance for a lot of it he double bogeyed the fourth i think
0: yeah
1: that kind of knocked him out of it but I, I was ready to go back to him after that when i was like I, I i liked what i saw from him last year so i think uh yeah
0: i, I think shane larry is what people want tommy fleetwood to be
1: Mhm. Yeah. i know I,
0: I, that's like me looking at you in the face taking a dig at you about the fact that you're going to bring up tommy fleetwood but like he he hasn't done it at augusta i know he's been solid and Lowry's had the major wins that Tommy Fleetwood hasn't he's won the open championship that Fleetwood contended at but didn't get there I know Fleetwood it, it better form than Lowry fair to say
1: I think similar they're both playing pretty well but so he's, Tommy's contending if he's playing yeah like I think he had what those couple of weeks
0: to not Fleetwood where he, he looked like he could win like mm-hmm. he, he could have won the Valspar um, where else was it that he played? Like he was right up there in the final round of the players and and kind of with his 65. But it may only actually be the valve spot. He's actually contended that.
1: Yeah, that was really it.
0: But like it, it felt like he was in the heat of the battle a bit more than that. And I don't know, like I, I just cannot see Tommy Fleetwood winning at Augusta.
1: No, I can't see him winning. No. Um, but I just think he's a pretty good play because he's playing really well right now. He's gained st- strokes tee to green three weeks in a row ascending um he's really good around the green um he his form's been pretty good around here yeah it's not the best but i think it's it's definitely solid he shot a 66 here twice yeah like he's another
0: one that his form is better here than Pit like a bit like when i not quite to the same level was because i said about day not being a cert to win here that people said he was but fleetwood has definitely got better for like he was 17th on his second start, shot a 66 on the Saturday's move up. Um, when he was 19th, was the other time he shot a 66 in the second round. That, that's not easy to do. So, anyone that's got two rounds of 66 in, well, like six starts here, um, or seven starts maybe, is pretty impressive. So,
1: <sighs> top 20 in three of his last five trips here.
0: Yeah.
1: Can i just take a top 20.
0: I guess it's just if, if you're putting him and Lowry in the lineup, I'm fine with it. If you're putting him in instead of Lowry, I don't get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, if you're just mixing it up and like if you're playing, I'm playing two guys in the high sevens, it's going to be those two. What about Rose? I'm not playing Rose.
0: Is that because he's got too popular?
1: Yeah. He can win it. though. Yeah, he can. He can.
0: Like I, I genuinely think.
1: But might. Everyone thinks that now, don't they?
0: I, I, I think that every year. So this, this I, I've literally probably bet on Justin Rose to win the Masters every year I've ever been able to bet, and I've never been so heartbroken as I was in 2017 when I actually fell asleep and woke up that he was he'd lost. But um, yeah, whatever. He's the same price as Joaquin Neiman. I think I think the cutoff point for for live players that can win ends with Neiman and Reed. I
1: can't see Neiman winning.
0: I can't, but I think he's talented enough.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not right um, now, though.
0: Reed is the last one. Reed, yeah. I, I think Reed can actually win it.
1: Well, did you did you look at my story today? No. Well, pull up my Twitter page as as we're talking here. Um, okay. And look at my look at my pin tweet. Um, yeah, I, I do. Are we, are we skipping down to him right now?
0: No, no. You can you can bring up anyone in between. I just I just thought I'd throw it in there when I was there
1: okay um brooks is a guy we're gonna talk about right he's oddly enough he's not that popular and he's 7600 like are you taking the bait on him or no i think you got to sprinkle him in i don't
0: want to i don't want to get too high on him because of just one week but i think he's more than capable well he's already a capable anyway and then he's
1: won last week why not he's cheap and he's under 10 percent um I'm probably going to play a little bit of them Like I think I can't see him winning, um, really. But I think he could. He could definitely be in the mix.
0: Yeah. No, I think so. I think I think it's DJ Smith, Kepka, Reed, somehow Neiman that could actually make. They can be the ones that Greg Norman gets everyone to rush on the final hole. Yeah. That's it. I think that's end of list. Um yeah. Which is fine.
1: So getting to read here, um, yeah, I'm reading it now. So if you like it, but they, they had him as the cover photo. I was like, oh, you guys are gonna make sure nobody reads this, but people did. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I think of the live guys, he has the best chance to win, including DJ and Cameron Smith. I think, I think definitely over Cam, uh, definitely over Cam. I I
0: don't know how much directly over him and DJ. Like I, I think DJ is being overlooked slightly because I, I think with DJ, it's like is he just not playing that well on live because he doesn't care but he will care when he gets here like every time i rewatch those final rounds on youtube
1: dj was there at some point yeah he's great here obviously um he and he could be there but the thing with reed a couple things um first of all he plays so much better when he's pissed off like the negative attention this week he's gonna get oh uh, and then it reminds me of when he flicked the t the four aces t at rory and all of a sudden yeah, he, yeah. and he was in shit form then and he's like just use that fuel and motivation to kind of will his way up the leaderboard. Um and I could see him doing a similar thing this week. I saw the report, he was practicing by he decked out in four aces gear practicing by himself today. Um I, I just think he's gonna be pissed and he's the type of player like I don't I never bet him or think he's gonna win a live event because he's it's the atmosphere is not right. He needs to be hated. He needs to be How about in um at Tory Pines when he stuck his finger in the hole and yeah. then he win- he wins by five shots or something like that because of all the negative attention he he thrives off it whether he knows it or not he thrives off negative attention he's going to have negative te- uh, negative attention this week and he's now he's playing well like going into that event in, in Dubai he wasn't even playing well um he was solo fourth last week finished like 12 or 13 under uh i i i I, th- I kind of think he can win
0: so i i think all of those reasons you said and leaning a bit more into the villain thing as well like there is no better person to play i genuinely think Obviously, he's a talented golfer, you take him away from the PGA Tour. But I genuinely think in Greg Norman's head, he's like, who can I get that will relish pissing off the PGA Tour? Like, every time we ever cross paths, who wants to upset them? And mm-hmm. it's Reed. Like, he, he absolutely wants to. And the reason being is because a couple of times where he tried to be, not the nice guy, because he's never been a nice guy, but the, the, the couple of times where he thought he was in a positive place, he just got dicked on. So like, yeah. he he like obviously he had that clash with like Rory McIlroy, and everyone was talking about how it was one of the best Ryder Cup atmospheres ever. Um, gets to the major, and so I was watching the, the 2018 one the other day. Gets to the Masters, and they're like, oh, it's the final round of Augusta. Um, you versus Rory, and Rory just goes, yeah, I don't care. Like, they won't, be, I won't be talking to him. Like, there it won't be that kind of atmosphere anymore. But when you look at the video of the Ryder Cup, they were dapping it up and and everything so he's gone there and gone hang on a bit like you loved that as much as I did and now you don't give a shit and then he's had that partnership with Jordan Spieth at the Ryder Cup where he was like we're the fucking best team ever like he can't ever ditch me until Justin Thomas came along and he just left him
1: yeah it's like you know you're, you're one of the popular kids at school and then you on, over the weekend one of your mom's uh kid's friend comes over and you guys have a great time but he's kind of a loser at school and then you go in the hallways and he's like ready to dap you up and you kind of walk by him
0: yeah or it's a little bit like being the popular guy at school which reed definitely never was but like being the popular guy at school or thinking you're the popular guy at school and then as soon as you leave school no one talks to you anymore yeah yeah and it's it's because you were a massive dick um (laughs) to everybody around you and that is patrick reed like
1: he wasn't accepted into the cool guy club
0: no but he thinks he was
1: yeah he thinks he was that's that why was he's
0: what was those things he used to are they called like or whatever it was he used to wear around his neck like anyone that wears one of those <laughs> oh, is yeah, it's, the it's, thing. It's, it's also not as automatically not a cool person yeah. um look, i i actually lent into Reed read as someone i liked for a long time until it was impossible to defend him anymore but he's i think now he's relishing that role of of super villain i don't think there's any um, coincidence that he shoots 367s last week to finish third and that the other time that he's performed his best is when he could have beaten Rory McIlroy.
1: I guess it's just a strong strong feeling he's going to
0: be there. And the fact that after he got that win so he, he was one of those ones so he won here didn't he in 2018 followed that up he was actually one of those people that played pretty well in his title defense finished 36th nothing special but then immediately following that 10th 8th 35th like he's been back to being really good around here. Everything that he does well suits here. Uh, the creativity around the greens, etc. As much as people want to hate Patrick Reed, he does have the kind of game for the Masters. So last um, thing I
1: want to say, there's been 11 two-time, uh, multiple-time winners here. Yeah. And looking at the ones who like maybe aren't the Jackson Tigers of the world, like Olaf Abel, he's basically like the Spanish Patrick Reed, isn't he? well i think he was more likable wasn't he well i mean just skill set skill set right yeah like i guess so like just around the green the hands the putting
0: yeah no yeah definitely not incredibly
1: long off the tee
0: who else is i mean i'm trying to think of other people bubba's obviously won it twice
1: but even savvy i mean that's i know that's blasphemous i'm not comparing reed to savvy but (laughs) yeah be careful
0: because otherwise we will get cancelled um (laughs) although he was a bit of a tick right? Like, people won't admit yeah. it, but like, he, he was uh, fiery, and, and, you know...
1: Oh, I meant to say this about Ram. 40-year anniversary of Seve's win to, uh, this week.
0: And didn't Sergio win it on the, the anniversary as well?
1: 35th, it must have been, right?
0: Yeah, law like, he... Yeah, like, there, there was... I was watching it again the other day, and it
1: was Something, like, yeah.
0: It was something to do with Seve. So, I don't really buy into those sort of things, but it's another thing. Um... Yeah, I like it. We've skipped over someone I want to talk about, Minwoo Lee. I think he's got a good skill set for here. Drives it nicely. Creative around the greens. His biggest weakness uh, is the fact that he can get a bit errant off the tee. Don't think that matters too much at Augusta. So 7-6. I think he's a nice pivot playoff, Connors.
1: Yeah, but he's popular too. He's so going to be 30. How popular? 13-14%. Connors looking like 17-18. Brooks yeah. looking like 9
0: then it doesn't matter. But yeah. like when you've got Scott Bryson, who I don't like, in that range, because question marks. I think him and Connors are both the two solid plays. And if he was lower round, I'd go with him. But if it's no close one's together, playing any of them.
1: No one's playing any of those guys. I like
0: Sahith, top debutant. Sick for yeah. Riviera. Likes uh, had a bit of a taste of it at St Andrews. I think he was inside the top eleven when he was uh, going into the weekend. Didn't do it. I love Siwoo Kim at one point. Now don't after he made a nine at, in Texas last week. Um,
1: so if, Ant,
0: if-, if Answer had shown anything on Liv, I would like him. He played well here for the first couple of years. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I think the sevens is a bit of a weird range.
1: Yeah, it's like sevens is there is everyone's playing Connors or Minwoo. And then people are playing Siwoo. See, no one else is really playing anyone else. Um, I've seen I see a bit of love for Keith Mitchell in the betting. Why? I don't know, but like he's I'm not winning like, the Masters, I'll tell you that.
0: No, I think it's one of those ones where like people are trying to find a triple-digit like winner that doesn't happen, and they've looked at someone who's gone fourth and fifth in the season and just picked them. He was fifth at Riviera, that's like the second best finish of the season and yeah. um, best relative to the to the field. Um, but I would probably rather take a chance on Kirk or Kitty Armour than Mitchell at 7 one.
1: I think Kirk's a pretty good fit. Any interest in Scott? Are you going to play any Adam Scott? None. I cooked.
0: agree. Absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, Bradley, worse here than I ever thought. So, no. Real
1: Louie? No. He was shit last week. That's what I, I was he, I was hoping he would show something.
0: He, he's shit in general now.
1: Um, yeah, he, he went in the playoff a, the, a couple of weeks ago. But...
0: And and his form here is nowhere near as good as people have, you believe.
1: Yeah, it's all right. Like, he never finished inside
0: the top 10 after that uh, yeah. playoff loss. So, Mito, people are saying, could be a good debutant. I'm not so sure. Don't really care.
1: Uh, I like him on bent grass. That's one thing I like. Yeah, that's fair. How about Sergio? No, dead to me. 1%. He's so shit. So, I, I sent him a DM earlier because there was a um, <laughs> he posted on his story uh, his wife's catting for him this week. Right. But I didn't know if that meant for the par three or for the event. So I asked him, and he just liked the message. How does that help? It's like, that's a fucking question, man. Like Yeah, that's,
0: so so I've asked you something, and you liked it. <laughs> that's just basically so angry. Like, I'd rather just be dismissed, like, it's none of your fucking business. Than so that just,
1: means he had his phone in one hand, like, watching TV, just, like, double-clicking every every message someone sends yeah. him, not even reading them? That's like, obviously what happened.
0: I'd much rather he said, fucking leave me alone. Oh, me too. It's none of your business than...
1: It doesn't make sense to like the message. Just questions. like it. <laughs> yeah. Also, I was just informed that Reed is now 90 on DraftKings. Took like a big jump for anyone who's uh, who who bought the argument.
0: Yeah, I may I may uh I may bet him. Six Ks. Uh, they're down in six Ks for a reason. Peters hasn't shown much uh for a while now. So even though he was fourth in his debut, not too bothered. Is um.
1: Is Gooch the one? Nah. No? He was playing so well last year, but now he's not really playing that well. He's he's actually pretty popular too.
0: Yeah, it's because he was 14th here last year, right? Yeah. I love really?
1: Danny
0: Willett at 6'6". Do you? I don't, I I genuinely think... I don't know. I don't have this. I haven't compared. Of all the time I've spent this week, I, I couldn't be bothered to go into every single year of Danny Willett's PJ Tour career. I don't think he's probably played as much on the PGA Tour as he has this season and consistently well. So no that, plus the fact he definitely should have won, like, if Danny Willett had won that event that he should have won at the net, is he way more popular this week? Probably. Is he 7-3 instead of 6-6?
1: Yeah. But I'll tell you the people who are playing in this range. Hoagie, a lot of people playing him, so I'm out. Yeah. Willett, looking like going to approach double digits and then um gooch like eight or nine percent nah eight or nine percent which no thanks <laughs> le- he led the field in approach here last year i'm sure that's why
0: yeah he also uh is, is dumb but he's actually like he's of you know of, of the live golfers he's the highest priced he's 420 to 1 to win jeez um i, I literally mapped out every single live golfers odds earlier. And fan jewel basically a top price and everyone they're taking everyone on um, if anyone's interested in the betting things um, yeah. I mean are people going to buy into the Cameron Champ record here
1: um, yeah it seems like people are I know Mayo is so that means a lot of other people are going to follow um, he's he's dead though isn't he oh he's awful I, I, I don't want to go anywhere near that guy no how, how about Phil he um, could make the cut, can he no you can't?
0: No. I've I've had a a miss the cut bet. Um <laughs> as I always do every week. I think last week I did it and about four of them finished inside the top ten, which is great. Um Phil Mickelson, Sergio, Tiger, Gary Woodland. I like that.
1: Yeah. We haven't talked about
0: we haven't talked about Tiger.
1: Yeah, I just think his ceiling is forty second.
0: The, the only the only concern with my miss the cut bet on him is that he it's the easiest cut in the world to make.
1: Yeah, I think he makes the cut. He puts it all in the two days he just, tries making the cut. Just
0: fucking infuriates me. He just goes, and, and just goes makes the cut by one and then shoots 83-83. it would just drive me insane.
1: That's what I probably think happens. I don't know about 83-83, but I think he finishes like 40th, 50th. Yeah, I'm, I'm being like... No, I know. No. But like, yeah, he's going to piss me off. But how about HV3? He's cheap and no one's playing him. Didn't
0: he, was it 23rd or something he finished last year?
1: I don't know, but I kinda, was, I don't mind he that. He was
0: pretty good on his debut.
1: Um, he's just
0: another one that's been pretty devastatingly bad since moving to live.
1: so' A just, Moronk?
0: Uh, he was he, great at match play. Yeah, he's that typical guy that everyone just, they want to find the cheap Euro that can make an impact. and find, But no like, one's playing him. And that's okay, but like, I don't have anything positive to say about his chances. Charles I'd probably rather play him. At least, him. at least All he right. won a at least he won a live event. Vano, who yeah, but that's what I mean. Like he's he's actually played well enough recently as well. Yeah. But, and he was like twelfth here last year or fourteenth. Tenth. with
1: Charles.
0: Charles or Phil? Charles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like not even a question. I think, I think Phil shoots like 74, 77. I think Phil makes the cut. Really?
1: Yeah, I think he plays all right. He's he, But if there was a cut on Liv, he wouldn't have made any of them. No. I just think this place, He's I think, look at his history here. He's like, I know he's old as shit, but like, I think he just knows the place so well.
0: I don't think people comprehend how old as shit he is either. No, they don't.
1: He's, like, oh, yeah, he, he's old. He, he's in the top
0: senior market. He's, like everyone with... keeps...
1: <laughs> He's getting shitting on him for his live finishes. It's like, dude, he's fifty three years yeah, old. That's
0: what's on what I mean. Like he's 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 like his achievement in the betting market is to beat Freddie Couples, Bernard Langer and Larry Miles. That's yeah. his tar- that's his target.
1: It's like do people make fun of Vijay Singh if he finishes last at a senior tour event? Yeah,
0: it's the same person. Yeah. Um Yeah, I can't see Mickelson making a cut. Although he hasn't missed a cut in the last five starts here.
1: Phil, uh, Phil will make the cut, but I don't know what did he,
0: he? Did he miss it? Did he skip here last year because he was, like, going mental?
1: Yeah, I think that's what happened. I mean, he said they invited him, but he didn't go. Because at that point, no one had gone besides him. Yeah. Right? I can't remember, but he was, he, was the, in the, he was in the middle of it. He was the outspoken guy, wasn't he? But I don't think anyone else was gone. I think it was in the middle, like, he was in talks with the... I don't think we even knew it was called Liv at that point yet.
0: No, it was just a Saudi thing.
1: Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't. Know. He doesn't want to smoke. That's one thing I am worried about him. He doesn't want to smoke. He doesn't. He he, he From what no. I heard, he declined in the interview.
0: I think everybody uh, apparently everybody apart from Cameron Smith declined an your Live.
1: Yeah, but Phil shouldn't.
0: No. What about this Sergeant Gordon Sergeant? That's like no. the the incredible amateur. Nah. It's gonna make I know, he, hurt. I know he bombs it. I know that. He's going to make the cut. What's his price? Sixty one hundred. Uh. Same price as Larry Mice. <laughs> <laughs> the the guy is literally. he's a bowling ball. His, his 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 last ten events, uh, sergeant in the amateur, he's finished inside the top ten in seven of them, and he's won four of them. Like he is, he's only in here because of a new exemption they've made for him. They've yeah. invo- They've Because invo- I I was saying this earlier, like. This is a good move by the Masters. They normally just have the people that win like the Latin America Amateur, US Amateur, whatever. These people could just randomly win these one-off events like a Stuart Hagistad or whatever like wins the mid-am and he gets into the Masters. Like you're actually getting actually the best college golfer in the world this time by doing it.
1: Yeah. I, I 6100, if you think he's going to make the cut then you should probably play him, right? He, he is going to make the cut. Then, then you got to play him. And you can fit a lot of different things in there. Yeah.
0: He's gonna make the cut. He's like, if if someone's gonna make the cut in the low sixes, it's him. I think. I don't want the tracker and the no. Zach when's Johnson the, smoke. When's the champions dinner? Wednesday night.
1: Uh, do you think Phil's gonna beat Couples' ass? <laughs> or Sergio, maybe? Jake,
0: I don't know how they're gonna do this. I don't
1: I want I don't Couples know. to get his ass beat. He won't, know, will he? Because no. like, who's gonna?
0: you like, who's gonna step up for him? Tiger, one leg, like it's just, it's a it's a weird dynamic. Like they probably couldn't have picked a better host for that dinner than Scotty Scheffler because he just doesn't care. Yeah. Like I saw an interview and he was just talking about how he knows everything about the office. It's just like that's just the type of person that Scotty Scheffler is. Like yeah. They're probably like imagine if. I guess probably Hideki was better because he just doesn't know what anyone's saying. But like apart from, imagine if Sergio was like the host.
1: Yeah. It seems like he's kind of avoiding avoiding all the controversy as best as he can too right now, but we'll see when he's actually in in, in with the guys.
0: Yeah.
1: Good um, thing Rory's not gonna be there and never will be. <laughs> <laughs> never, never
0: will be. That was a huge drive by that. Um what did you make of the 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 pairings that they how they put the live guys in? So Dustin Johnson's playing with Corey Connors and Justin Rose, Neiman's playing with Harman and Hatton, um I can't remember who Patrick Reed was playing with, but I'm pretty sure it was
1: one of the amateurs. The rest they put him with the olds.
0: Yeah, like is that just on? Uh, so Patrick Reed's playing with Svensson and the I actually think that's quite a nice group for him.
1: Yeah, I think it is too. We you know what it is is the Masters is holier than thou, and as, as they deserve to be. Like they want him they don't. They don't want anything to take away from the golf course, anything to take away from the prestige of the event. They're but trying will, to hide
0: everybody. But it will do on Saturday when Reed and Rory are paired
1: by score anyway. Right. If and that, as people are complaining, like a lot of the Live fans um that interact with my posts and stuff complaining, Oh yeah, look at their hide in these Okay. Then go earn it. Go get yourself in the spot. They said they'll put you on TV if you get yourself a spot. Work your way at the leaderboard and get on fucking TV if you want to be on TV. You have a chance, go go take it.
0: There's every reason for them to be hidden, by the way. Like I I don't disagree. They've got got these ridiculous live like logos on them, like that they're only gonna cause controversy. Like if they play well, they deserve to be shown. If they're in the mix, they deserve to be respected. If Patrick Reed is in the mix, I think he can win. Um there's a lot of them that Oh, and probably never play the Masters ever again.
1: Yep, you've been saying you can go compete. Now go do it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. Are we at the point where we're summarising our picks? Yeah, let's do it. That was good. It was good. We've had a, a few different discussions there. Um, yeah. Normally shitting on people, but that's just what we do. Yeah. Yep. Um, 10k and above John Rahm. John Absolutely. Rahm wins the Masters. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, 9k. I think. Xander at 9 flat is the best play in the 9k range.
1: I think Cantlay is the best play, lower owned, um, because he's expensive. I think I could see him winning. He's going to be there. Uh, Yeah, Cantlay. If if you're
0: starting, you know you said earlier about starting a balance, leaving all three out, who would you who would you be your top? Would you take two for the night?
1: I'd go Cantlay, Xander. How chalky would that be? Not chalky, because most people are going to play one of Scheffler, Rory, or Spieth. There's, there's going to be very few lineups that have none of those three.
0: So, this is an interesting... Let's let's do one of these whilst we're Mm -hmm. we're here, right? So, we all said that we liked... So, Patrick Cantlay, Xander Shoffley, Sung J.M., Jason Day, Shane Lowry, Danny Willett.
1: That's a great lineup.
0: I guess maybe don't put put a lot of stock in Danny Willett right now, and I can have... But it's just who you can have instead, so... Do I have any interest in Power Gooch, English, Harmon, Fox, Champ? No, I just play Willett. So Willett's got to go in.
1: That's an interesting one. That's, that's yeah, I like it. Of... The question is, is there a guy in there who can win the Masters?
0: No, I, th- I think you. I, this is where I think you realize you have to have one of the top three.
1: Yeah. Because you can almost,
0: I don't think you gain enough from leaving one of them out to do it.
1: Yeah, or or Spieth, if you think he can win. Um, you need yeah, somebody. You...
0: If you think Spieth is the absolute nailed-on favour in your mind to win it, then it's worth fading all the top three. Yeah, and then Spieth, Xander, whatever. Yeah, if you don't, it's not worth it, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I, you just you got to be confident someone there can win. I do think Cantlay can win. but
0: I, I think Xander Z- and Cantlay can both win, and I could actually see them finishing first and third. Like, I absolutely think there's plenty of logic to do it, but I think it's so risky to not have one of the top three...
1: I like playing them together, too, because they're always content at the same time. Even that Masters in 2019, weren't they both there?
0: Yeah.
1: That's, that's the one where they both on the to charge and Tiger 1,
0: yeah. then Cantlay chucked it, and then Xander went in the water, right? Xander, no,
1: Xander,
0: Xander went into Xander, water Cantlay, in water in 2021. Yeah. yeah. That was the same time. Didn't Webb shoot that 64 on that day? Like, wasn't it Fina, Webb, and Cantlay, maybe? Yeah. Or Xander. Might be Brooks? Xander. Brooks, maybe. Like, there, there was just... Some three players went out, didn't they, in, in much better weather than everybody else. I shot sixty four. 64. Um, let me bring that up because I was talking about it just
1: yesterday and I've already forgotten. If, um, yeah. So d- to build on what we just said, if you are yeah. in that lineup, I also think getting some guys in there like. That's not a bad line to put Brooks in because, yeah, he can win or Reed, because, yeah, he can win. And then you get the Xander Cantley. Like, I think you got to get some win equity guys in there.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, it was Cantley, Webb, and Finau that shot those 64s on that Saturday in 2019.
1: Um,
0: so we've done our favorite in nines, 8ks. You're Jason Day?
1: Um, I don't love the 8ks, but for me, yeah, it's day.
0: day. I think I think him is objectively the best play in the 8k range. But if you're talking about trying to, like, what what's the ownership again on Day compared day to is,
1: Day is like 15% at 87, and and Sungjae is. 19% at um 81. Yeah, I don't know if you get a massive enough, like a big enough discount on taking
0: day and paying up for day when Im's just going to play, I think. Sevens, let's have a couple in here, despite the fact it's a tough range. So we're both going to go Lowry, 7 9. Mm-hmm. And I think. Patrick Reed, 7
1: 3. Yes.
0: Is Patrick Reed the best value on the whole board?
1: My opinion, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he is.
1: I don't want him to get too popular. I just. Yeah, he. I
0: think he is probably the best value. Like, like just looking at the skill set and people that, that have a chance to win. I don't think there's anyone else down the low sevens that does have that chance. Um, six K. Obviously, playing about Danny Willett, I like it six six. I think it's worth playing Sergeant at six one. Although I think that won't be, you know, groundbreaking. Like I think he just makes the cut somehow. I'm, I'm gonna go Charles. Yeah, that's, that's bold,
1: isn't it? Imagine having like Charl and
0: Patrick Reed in the lineup and winning. Yeah. It's it's just
1: happen. Some char- Someone gets to come in what, thirtieth or something, that's all you need. And I just think I want I don't wanna take it any of the really I, cardinal rule for me, I don't play guys at double digits into six K's unless it's severely mispriced. And I think Willett, you maybe could argue that.
0: I, I think I think he genuinely is yeah. the wrong price. Yeah. Um, and that and that's why he is what he is because he's had those four he's had five make cuts in a row and four of those he's gained in approach.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um you can if you put Charles Schwartzall, Patrick Reed, and Danny Willett in, alongside John Rahm, you can then have nine and a half K for next two. Which means you can have Cantley and Xander. Yeah. So you can actually have Cantley, Xander, Rahm, Reed, Schwarz or Willett. That's a great lineup. I like and that a lot. That's $400 left on the table as well. Yeah. So you could actually, if you wanted to go, I don't think you get anyone really that, I guess if you wanted to put Connors in and have a bit of safety, you could do that instead of Reed. Um. Or you can pay up and get someone a little bit better than Child. But again, I don't, I don't think in that six eight six seven 6'7", range there's that many better players.
1: Yeah, maybe Harmon. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe Harmon. Um. <laughs> you can play fucking Brian Harmon. No, I'm he, not going to. He he might win top lefty. Because you have to beat Bubba and Phil.
1: Yeah. Anything on Bubba? Nah. Okay. And, and I love
0: right. and I love Bob Watson.
1: But he's playing alright, isn't he? No. He's hurt. He's,
0: he's not, not? Playing, he's not playing alright now. He's fucking terrible.
1: Like the only <laughs> person the only person he's beating is Phil. <laughs>
0: He's finished 40th, 20th, and 40th, and he plays at a 48-man field. Oh,
1: there you go. Play Harmon then.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't 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 Top play sports. If you want to play Bubba Watson, um, it will be for nostalgia reasons only.
1: I'll play him in EA Sports PGA.
0: That would be a great. Yeah, a little plug there. EA Sports PGA is soon to be reviewed. Um, yep. I can't wait to play it. Oh, oh, it's gonna be great. Are we done, Matt? We're we're done. It's sad. I don't want to be dumb. Like I've, I know, been, I've enjoyed show. this. Um the masters is always fun to talk about. I haven't got the excitement
1: yet. Have you? I'm starting to get it but I just I have so much work to do with this. Yeah,
0: like I've never had a busier working schedule over the last couple of weeks and just all this other stuff. I just I face it I've got Thursday off and mm-hmm. I'm just looking oh, forward to Thursday coming around. Um and I'm actually going out like for the day and then coming back to watch the masters like it's going to be quite interesting. But Yeah, like I don't think I'd get excited until the par three contest on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, so Saturday I got invited to a DraftKings VIP uh event, open bar, uh golf simulators, like uh close to the pin contest and stuff, free food, all uh so I might go to that on Saturday. I don't know, but I I'm I'm a psycho. Like I need to be locked into my TV by myself to watch the Masters. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm gonna go.
0: Every time a major comes around but we're sort of going off track here but like every time a major comes around someone invites me to do something yeah like without fail i I almost always have a big birthday that i'm not able to miss around the us open um i always miss one family member's birthday because i go to the open all the time yeah it always comes up in major week and I'm not going to allow it this weekend.
1: Right, but at least this is a Masters party. The whole point is to watch the Masters. Yeah, right,
0: that's that's the thing. Like, but do you do you actually think you prefer like I'm I'm friends with a you know really close friends with people. Do you still prefer to watch that rather than watch with your closest friends?
1: I don't watch anything with my closest friends. So I'm a I'm a huge Patriots fan. So we, we've obviously won six Super Bowls, and during the Super Bowl, my friends will have a party. I'm I stay by myself at home and watch it by myself.
0: Is that because what, what is that nerves? Is that just no, you just, just like concentrate. I,
1: yeah, I want to concentrate. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want anyone talking to me. I want to soak in every single play, every single moment. I never know when I'm going to get to see it again. I don't want it to be a social event. I want to I want to soak in the soak in the the, the game. So the good news is, don't message you on Sunday. So that's the thing. This is this is what it's going to be for me. If my guys suck ass Thursday, Friday, I'll go on Saturday. But if I <laughs> yeah, Braum is a three shot lead going on the Saturday. I'm going to be by myself.
0: Yeah, I think you're right i think i think i just i do just and also i've come to the conclusion now i'm gonna go to centurion in july june whatever it is but otherwise i don't think i'm going to attend golf this year yeah i don't don't
1: enjoy going i don't either i don't either i like to go to sea
0: yeah wentworth is tough like to try and see anything i got free tickets last year and that was fine but uh, it, I'd almost want someone to pay me now to go because like trying to watch trying to watch anything is just a nightmare. Um, the the
1: crowds are deep there because Rory plays. Um, it's an event I don't care about. I would go. That's the thing. Like if someone invited, me, if someone gave me free Super Bowl tickets to watch the Patriots, I would decline. But if someone said, Oh, you want so to go to the... that's wild. I I truly would. Not, I mean, this is not a bit, not a joke. No, no, I no. I swear I would say no. I would say no. But if someone gave me tickets to the Bengals. Yeah. Rams game, I would say, yeah, sure, I'll get because fucked you, up and go. Yeah,
0: you want to see. Yeah, exactly. And you want to, <laughs> you want to go to say so you've been once, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, are, are you one of those that applies for the masters every year? I
1: do apply, but I don't even know if I would go.
0: I I always apply, and I I always pretend I'm disappointed, but I don't know. I want to fly to Georgia for five days to watch the practice round.
1: No, but I heard the nightlife and stuff there is fun. Um, you going to see John Daly? at says? I would do that. Um, oh, I'd
0: definitely do it. That'd be great fun.
1: Yeah, but I, I, I if my guy's in the mix, I want to watch by myself on Sunday. So I've asked my friends have said, hey, you because they follow my bets and stuff, you want to go out on you know watch the final round at a bar, like hell no. No, I could
0: I genuinely couldn't think of especially golf. That's such a weird viewing sport at a bar. Like, oh yeah. yes, yeah, stick RAM on in the final round, please, while I down my cause light. Like it's yeah. just, just, just a weird thing. Yeah. Um, right, Matt. Gonna let you go. Uh we've come off gone off point there a little bit, but Good show. Looking forward to the first major of the year. Let's hope we set the tone with a John Rahm win this week. Uh, If not, let's hope it's one of the other guys we
1: mentioned. All right, let's do it.